We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 135. I'm Rando, and you got me today. This week has been insane for everybody, so I'm going to drop a quick podcast this week, and then the gang will hopefully join back next week. Uh, We'll talk about that a little little bit later. But uh, this podcast episode is entitled Sally Teddy Vicky. Uh, that's because all this talk about all these agencies, um, the hurricane agencies that were saying that the Gulf is, you know, or the, the Atlantic is going to get really, really active. Well, they pretty much hit it square on. So we're going to get to the tropics in a little bit. But yeah, this week, we the Hughes Brothers, uh, their additional country show is in the process of opening and getting all that stuff together. So my all of my days are being completely filled up. Um, and Corey and Shara are uh, getting their kids back to school after the quarantine. Uh, everybody's healthy and and safe and everything. They're just uh, getting getting that back going again. So they're busy with that. And uh, by next week, things should probably be settling down. Uh, the good thing about uh, this whole podcast is the weather around the Ozarks is fantastic. I went to Springfield today. I uh, had a visit with uh, my uh, annual visit with my eye surgeon who fixed some retinal issues uh, a year and a half ago, I think it was. And I got a clean bill of health, but what they do is um, dilate dilate your eyes. So everything is extremely bright right now. So in addition to the cowboy show and rehearsals and arranging and all this stuff, getting the kids back to school, uh, I got my eyes dilated. So everything is good. And the good thing, here's something that's very, very interesting. Uh, we were talking, and the National Weather Service has been talking, you know, about a weak cold front coming through. It's going to be dry. Uh, that is today, Thursday. We're rec- I'm recording this the Thursday, September 17th. And... It uh, I, it was sunny here in Branson when I left, and this I got to Ozark. Uh, for those of you that are not from this area, Springfield is by the crow flies about thirty five miles north of Branson, uh, right along I uh, Interstate forty four. If you look on a map, um, but uh, yeah, the closer I Ozark is just outside of Springfield. But I got to Ozark and. The sky looked really cloudy, and it looked like it was raining or maybe foggy or something way up ahead. And I thought, well, that's kind of strange because I knew the cold front was coming through. And I looked down at my car, my thermometer in the car. Now, this was at, uh, let's see what time it was, about 11 o'clock. It said 68 degrees. And I went, whoa, because it was in the 70s when I left Branson. Uh, And the further I got into Springfield my car thermometer went down to 66 degrees. And I thought, okay, I didn't bring a jacket. I knew the cold front was coming. 
nothing, no rain. Nothing happened with in the rain department, but the clouds came over, which was really, really nice. And I got to see my mother and deliver some stuff to her, and then go to the eye appointment. So the advantage uh, from having your eyes dilated with a with a weak, dry, cold front coming through is the sun wasn't out. So <laughs> that that helped quite a bit uh, with the with the brightness. And then I came on home. So with that cold front, now I, I also, okay, at the same time, uh, I did text Corey while I was up there. Uh, it was 68, 66, 68 degrees, and I checked our weather station and texted Corey. It was like 81 in Branson. So I thought, okay, well, just be prepared because that cold front is coming down. Um, it's not dramatic. Uh, I, I mean, it is dropping some, some cooler temperatures. And also, by the time my eye appointment was done, like about 2 o'clock or whatever, uh, the temperatures were moderating a little bit. So it was back up around 70, 72 at that point. So it wasn't a master blaster, nothing like that. We'll, we'll talk about master blasters in a second. But uh, yeah, what that's going to do is put our highs in the Branson area uh, in the upper 70s. It's going to be a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Uh, sunny skies, light northeast wind. We just got that huge little chunk of, of cooler air coming in. And, you know, it is September. Our average high right, right about now is, is 80-ish, you know, 79-ish, 80. So, so really, 2020 uh, has been just a, a mess so far, but... Uh, we we seem to be kind of following the the average highs and and lows. So we're going to have uh, highs in the 70s, lows in the 50s. Going to have those crisp mornings. Um, I'm going to talk about the drought just a little bit. Uh, it, it, the drought has really kicked up. I mean, it, it, they the National Weather Service and everybody was advertising, you know, rain and showers and stuff. They took all of that rain and showers out of the forecast. We are dry, 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 and we're going to continue to be dry for quite a bit longer because, honestly, I looked at the—let uh, me get my notes back out here. I looked at the GFS— uh, which is the you know global forecast? It's the American model. Uh, advertise absolutely no rain until about the twenty sixth. Okay, about the end of the month, and that's <laughs> today's the seventeenth. So you're talking about nine ten days. But what's going to happen? What it is saying is a significant cold front. If if you're if you're ever a model watcher. Uh, there's the models are out there. You, you can go anywhere you want. Pivotal weather. There's uh, uh, tropical tidbits. There's uh, what's what's. Let me see what that other place is. There, there's tons of uh, uh, COD uh, College of DuPage Twister data. I mean, there there. I use tropical tidbits, but you you know they're all the same model. And so I would go to the GFS and just you know advance because the GFS goes way out like 300 and. Uh, what is it? Uh, 384 hours. I was trying to think that the other day. And you can see towards the end of the month, uh, a really sharp, gradient, powerful cold front coming through. So I looked at the thermal profiles, and really it's not going to be, I mean, it looks impressive, but it's going to kind of follow the, the, the thermal averages that we, that we have. They're talking about highs around 70, lows, you know, maybe in the upper 40s to around 50. But again, we're going into October, so that would that kind of makes you know, a little sense. Um, a big long line. Uh, I, I am going to watch it though, because uh, the, the GFS is saying it could, could be a pretty strong line of thunderstorms. Uh, again, this is way out. We're talking 10 days. So I'm not, you know, I'm not hanging my hat on anything at this point. I'm just saying that's kind of what it's saying. We're going to put that in the, the uh, category of eye candy 
right now. Now, uh, next Thursday, next Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to be a lot closer to that event. Then we're going to start talking. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. So uh, let's uh, let me get all my notes here. Everything's just so discombobulated. Let's let's talk about the tropics. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. The tropics are really kicking out. I mean, if uh, Hurricane, uh, which was, once was Hurricane Sally, uh, dumped tremendous amounts of rain, wind, knocked out power. Uh, it was a slow mover. You know, at one point it was moving at two miles per hour. Now, the average person walking is, is three three miles an hour. So, it, you know, you could probably outwalk the movement of Sally. But it just sat there over... Uh, it came aboard at uh, Gulf Shores, but Pensacola Beach, everything to the east of that just got inundated with, with tons of rain, storm surge and everything. Sally almost showed out, almost showed out and became a major Category 3 hurricane. And it right before Sally made landfall, the uh, max sustained winds went up to 105 miles per hour. Now, and I also noticed the central minimum pressure. It kept falling, but the but the circulation didn't, the, the central winds, sustained winds, didn't get stronger for a while. Now, once Sally was out there several hundred, not hundred, but several tens of miles south of, you know, still out there in the Gulf, south of uh, the, the coastline, uh, Sally had like 80 mile an hour winds, maybe 85. And then I kept watching that central minimum pressure drop and drop and drop. And I thought, oh, this thing's going to take off. The winds never kicked back in. So I thought, okay, this is really strange because there is a correlation to the central minimum pressure. When the pressure drops, that usually means the storm is ramping up. When the storm ramps up, then the winds around that at that eye wall start increasing. So you take these, you know, category five hurricanes, you're talking central minimum pressure of down around 940 millibars or 935, which is insane. But Sally only got down to, I think the lowest, I have to double check this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the lowest central minimum pressure was 968. Um, and a Category 3 sustained winds is, uh, I think, around 111 miles per hour. Right before it, you know, came on shore, Sally went up to 105. So I thought, oh, man, this is not good. But what was interesting about Sally, um, it took a while for the actual eye to form. I mean, we knew it was coming. Once it was on the Keys, and we thought, okay, this thing is definitely going to become a hurricane. And it did. And it kept going out into the Gulf, and we kept watching it. And most of the rain and the thunderstorms were just staying on the eastern side in that that you know the, the sweet spot, which is that northeastern quadrant. Um, and it, there wasn't really anything on the left side, so I needed to check. I forgot to check New Orleans, but New Orleans was on the west side uh, with the winds coming from the north, and on the right side, Pensacola. Beach and uh, I think Navarro, uh, right around there, everything was going into the coastline, and that's where you got some major storm surge. So I should have probably researched that a little bit before I started talking about it. But again, this week has been crazy. Uh, Sally is now, as of today, considered a um, post-tropical, or, or uh, it's, it's remnants now. Uh, the, it still has a circulation, which is 30 miles an hour. The central minimum pressure is 1,004 millibars, so it's back 
back up there. But it's also picked up speed. The central or central the the movement is now northeast at 21 miles an hour. So the, the National Hurricane Center uh, has stopped. Uh, I mean, I think they stopped. When was that? Uh, they they stopped issuing issuing advisories. Okay, that was at, a, at ten o'clock today. Uh, yeah, they've they've stopped advisories on that because it's not really it's not a hurricane anymore. So the Weather Prediction Center, which uh, does rainfall and and everything, they're taking over now because it's a rainfall system. But Sally, like I said, the title of this podcast is Sally Teddy Vicky. Teddy is way out there. Uh, it's a powerful uh, Cat 3 hurricane right now. This maximum sustained winds as of, uh, that's Atlantic Standard Time. So it's about 10 o'clock today, uh, this morning. It was 120 miles per hour. It's a Cat 3. Now, the central minimum pressure, 957 millibars. That's what I was saying a while ago. Uh, the, you know, the lower the pressure usually correlates to tighter the wind speed. So that is, let me get a track on that. Unfortunately, this hurricane is going, and it has been forecasted to go right over Bermuda. And it's going to go northeast. Uh, it's, it's, it's like it's got its headlights on, and it's like, oh, good, there's Bermuda. I'm going to go smack into that and then turn north. So Teddy is going to miss uh, land, uh, the, the U.S. land altogether. It's not going to hit any anything except what it's saying. And that Monday morning about 8 o'clock, uh, they have a projection that, that Teddy will be over Bermuda as uh, downgraded to a hurricane and then will take off. Now, Vicky. Uh, Vicky's just kind of out there, uh, just kind of hanging out, not doing much. Right now, it's, it's considered post-tropical. Uh, it, it was tropical storm, Vicky, but now she's just kind of collapsing out there. Tr- uh, max winds are 35 mile an hour and moving west at 12 knots. That uh, Vicky's not going to affect anything. It actually will probably dissipate. So that's the V. Okay, we've got two more areas of interest. One is right off of the eastern coast of Mexico. They've been talking about that. Uh, it's, they expect this storm to kind of meander over, you know, southwestern Gulf of Mexico through tonight before moving northward and, and, and northeastward on Friday and Saturday. Now, what's going to happen is <laughs> that's going to go right out over the over the open waters of the Gulf of Mexico. So we really got to watch that one. Uh, so V, W, X, Y, Z. I mean, we're running out of letters, guys. <laughs> we are running out of letters. And another area of interest, which I don't know, it's a, it's an orange X. You know, we always talk about the yellow, orange, and red Xs. This one is, uh, came off of the, the Cape Verde Islands. It's right now, it's got a five-day chance of maybe 50%. So it's like, eh, not sure about that. But, the you know, the storm train is still going out there. And we think we're going to probably get to that Greek alphabet. Uh, we had, that's all in the Atlantic right now. And then uh, in the Pacific, we had uh, once what was Hurricane uh, Karina. I think Hurricane Karina. At least Tropical Storm Karina, K-A-R-I-N-A. Uh, but that has since dissipated as of today. And there, in, in the central Pacific, south of Hawaii, probably, let me see, about 500 miles south, southwest of Hilo, Hawaii. Um, it's, it's, a, it's an orange X. It's a 40%. It might develop into something. But that's going to miss the Hawaiian Islands. It's not going to go north. It's going to pretty much go west because that's where the um, winds take it. So how about that? And I don't know if y'all have been sneezing, 
But I've been sneezing, so let's get to this segment here. It's the Pollen Report, provided to us from Pollen.com. You can go there uh, and see everything we're talking about. Today's Thursday. They got the five-day outlook. Everything is just medium. I mean, there's, there's not a tr- tremendous amount of pollen. It's a scale of 0 to 12, Okay, so 9.7 to 12 is like really high. Everybody's sneezing. It's hard to breathe, blah, blah, blah. But it's probably these cooler temperatures coming out. Uh, so medium, so today is a 6.8. Friday is a 5.6. Everything, you know, 6.9. 6, so it's right in the sixes. So, uh, you know, ragweed, uh, what is this? A ragweed, chinopods, and nettle. I mean, it's still... Ragweeds, chinopods, and nettle. <laughs> um, I need to really research and see what nettle is. Uh, I, I just I just don't know. So anyway, the drought is getting worse out there. Uh, Corey's going to have a big drought uh, thing next week. Uh, part of it is, eh, let me see if I can get the, get the drought monitor up here. Uh, from our website, stormdarweather.com. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, go to stormdarweather.com. I got to say what's what's happening. If you all are uh, avid, uh, uh, what do we call it? Website. Yeah, the website that we go to. Uh, we're having some issues. Some, not we're having issues. Uh, the, the internet is having issues. We've had some. Uh, Cloudflare is, is, a, is an internet. It's like a big umbrella that, that hosts a lot of things and keeps the internet running. And we're having some issues with ever, occasionally uh, with PWS Weather, which supports our weather station, providing the information to our website. So sometimes you'll go there and you'll see just a, just a question mark. Well, that's because uh, PWS Weather is down. I can assure you my weather station here at the headquarters, it's still recording ambient, ambient weather. And everything is working good on our end. Uh, okay, so I'm on to the drought monitor now. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> I just looked at it today. Okay, so all of Taney County is in abnormally dry. The extreme northern portion of Taney County is in moderate drought. And uh, it's kind of like it has been the last few days. I mean, and there's a severe drought in Christian County, northern Christian County, southern Green, a uh, little bit of Barry and Lawrence. I mean, it's just, it's getting worse. But the, but the moderate drought is now extending way down into uh, McDonald County. And we need rain. We need rain. Just, you know, not a shot and not a popper. We need a nice soaking rain, and we're not going to get any from these tropical systems. They're just they're just not going to produce anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, they are, but they're not producing anything here. So I don't I don't know what's going on. I mean, the, the wildfires are still ongoing in the West. That's crazy. Uh, we've had some fantastic sunsets going on uh wow Corey's got that drone uh if you you know if, i hope everybody is really following our page stormed our weather on facebook because there's some incredible drone footage uh, of the sunsets and we still get tons of pictures from everybody um that they take these wonderful wonderful uh sunset pictures we love all these pictures and it's a great platform you know just comment you know post your picture in the comment we'll post something um 
and uh, yeah, I'll just show everybody the wonderful, wonderful, beautiful stuff. I, I don't have that good of a camera. I just have my phone camera, but Corey's got this fantastic camera and the, and the drone camera. Okay, I know this is a short podcast, but again, it's just, it's crazy this week. Everything is going to be open this week. Hopefully, Corey and Sherry get the kids back to school. Uh, we won't have any, hopefully the roof will be done. If you remember last week, the roof, they were putting on a new roof. Uh, that was just chaos. <laughs> it was kind of fun, though. After a while, I, I, I didn't even think about it anymore. So, and we, the big thing, and I don't want to give too much away, we do have, and I am scheduling, we have a special guest that has quite a story to tell, and I'm going to leave it there. I don't think it will be the next week's podcast, but probably the week after that once they get back in town. So uh, look forward to that. I'm definitely going to look forward to that. And I think I told Corey about it, but it's it's a go. It's just when is this going to happen? So, <laughs> so stay tuned for that. And uh, so I'm going to just get off of here now. I, I can barely see my little notes anymore because my eyeballs are as, or my pupils are as big as, as saucers. So I'm going to attempt to read the outro and everybody stay safe. And uh, here we go. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Storm Darweather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the Astronomical Fall edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.